0: Hi everyone, welcome to Fluency Routines' fourth ever podcast episode. For those who are new here, I'm your host, Claire, and Fluency Routines is an international youth organization with over 2,000 followers on our Instagram and over 400 members in our Slack channel. We offer a variety of services, including free language classes, free language tutoring, and much more. So please check out our website at www.fluencyforteens.com. In our episode today, I'll be talking with Mila a Brazilian who is currently self-studying Japanese and learning Spanish and Brazilian Sign Language. In our episode today, we'll be talking about different learning methods for learning languages and how to find the best method that works for you. We'll also be sharing some advice about how to balance multiple languages at once. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and please tune in for more episodes like this one. Thank you! Hi, do you just want to start by introducing yourself? Um, hi,
1: everyone. My name is Camila, and I'm a Brazilian student of languages.
0: Cool. And what languages are you currently studying? Um, I'm currently
1: studying Spanish, Japanese, and Brazilian sign language.
0: Cool. So what inspired you to learn those specific languages?
1: Um. I think that for Brazilian sign language, I feel like um, not many people know how to communicate to deaf people, and that's definitely a problem. So I feel like I should um, start working on that. Um, for Spanish, I, I think um, it's something I wanted to do since I was a child, because my language, which is Brazilian Portuguese, has a lot of similarities to Spanish so I thought it was a good opportunity to start working on that now and for Japanese it's a language that I'm really interested in because I feel like it's more like of a challenge for me so that's what made me start studying it.
0: Yeah that's great so in today's episode I guess I wanted we wanted to talk a little bit about like different studying methods especially for learning languages, so could you maybe talk about like what methods you use to study languages? Yeah,
1: sure. Um, I started studying English when I was, um, I think, eleven or ten years old. So it's definitely a new whole thing for you to study languages as a child and when you are older, because when you are a child, you you don't really pay attention to that stuff. You just study and do whatever you have to do. Um, but when you get older, I feel like you pay more attention to what works to you and what, and what doesn't. So a method I really found out that works for me is studying with study books and immerse, like getting really immersed in the language I'm studying. So watching TV stuff, um, watching kids shows, I really like to do that because it's a simple vocabulary so I can pick up some words and listening to music really helped me. So I feel like a lot of people don't do, don't really study like that, like only do with workbooks. And I feel like that can be kind of stressful sometimes. So I kind of like to do this kind of study that is not active but it works the same way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah I definitely find that like using a variety of sources not just a workbook is definitely helpful for me. So how did you yeah. around like finding this study method that best suits you? Like was this something that you've always done or? Yeah
1: like um, I've f- it's really an interesting thing because I'm really discovering some new methods that work for me by learning Japanese. Because since it's a really different language from mine, um, like the alphabet, the grammar, um, the order of the sentence things, it's everything changes from my language. So I feel like we really have to work from zero to understand what's going on because the other languages that I studied um, and I'm currently studying like Spanish, they have kind of the same structure that Portuguese has. So for Japanese, that's a really new and like different thing. I started up by looking for people that, ha- that were already studying it. So I could ask for some tips and for what to do. I also searched a lot on YouTube And Instagram as well. I saw what people um, recommended doing. And then I started doing that as well. And I feel like it's working a lot for me.
0: Yeah, that's great. And I definitely relate when it comes to like challenging languages, especially you you tend to get like really creative with how you like find methods. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And since I'm actually learning ASL right now too. um, Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) It was really hard for me at first to like find resources to like and methods to learn ASL because it's purely like a visual language and yes yeah, yeah. and I've been yeah. too, like writing down stuff but you can't really do that with ASL
1: yes I'm, I'm still actually struggling to find out some resources to um, learn Brazilian sign language Um, but mostly I do that with YouTube videos because I feel like they are the thing that helps the most because like you said it's not something you can write down and then just remember it's something visual so it's harder.
0: Yeah definitely yeah but what I found kind of helped me was definitely using YouTube videos like you said Um, and then like also finding that there's actually a lot of um, music videos that are like covered with ASL so Oh, really? Um, Yeah, yeah. So, like these YouTubers would do like song covers in ASL. And since I recognize the song already, so I can like kind of follow along, know the lyrics, and then see the signs. So, I found that that was a really helpful way of studying ASL.
1: Wow. That's really, (laughs) that's really something. I'll try that out. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think it's just so cool how there's like different ways that we can study languages, especially for each one. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: every every language has I feel like everyone has their own method of studying mm-hmm. languages what works best for you but every language just kind of requires some special treatment when it comes to like different um, learning methods so it's nice to see what people do to study them
0: yeah definitely and has there ever been like a study method that you've seen before like Someone recommended and he tried out, but it didn't really work for you.
1: Um, I f- that once, um, I feel like I think a teacher told me to memorize a lot of vocabulary first. Which, um, in theory, I think it really works because I'm. I feel like if you learn vocabulary, you can understand and pick a lot more words in a conversation, for example. But it didn't really work for me to study only vocabulary and not grammar, because my memory is not the greatest. So it was really hard for me to memorize a lot of vocabulary at once. So that's something that didn't work for me quite well. But yeah,
0: yeah, I can actually definitely relate to that. Like especially <laughs> for school, like when we learn Spanish, like our teacher would just give us like a whole packet of words just to memorize. Yes. And like those are the words because I hate memorizing stuff like that.
1: Yes, me too. Like grammar is not my favorite thing in the world to do as well. But I feel like if they just give you a sheet of paper of like a lot of words, I just don't can like memorize all of them to use actually in a conversation. I kind of like to see, um, for example, with Japanese, um, even if I study the word and I know what it means. I feel like when you watch TV stuff for anime, you can just learn how to use that word in a proper conversation. So that flows a lot better for me.
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah, because like in class, i would be learning about like random words, like I don't know like how to say a wrench in Spanish, but like you don't really use that. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, so I definitely found that like just learning from YouTube videos, honestly, can be like a lot better than just studying a list for 20 minutes, like and just like yes say.
1: it makes everything a lot more or a lot more yeah. fun to you so I feel like when you when you study the whole studying languages process has to be something fun for you as well so it's not something like school that you just have to do it it's something that you should
0: enjoy the process yeah definitely definitely yeah so what does your daily study routine look like Um, I
1: try to study every day, even if it's just a little bit. I feel like um, I'm not in school anymore because I have already graduated, but I'm studying to get into college. So it's something that really takes um, a big part of my day. So I can really just focus on studying languages. But even in a really like hurried day, I try to study a little bit. So for example, if I can't study a whole unit of Japanese in one day, I try to write some sentences down so I can practice vocabulary and also writing um, with Spanish. Um, I try to read some, some pages of my book, for example, so I can study vocabulary as well. So I usually try to learn every day a little bit by the by my books. But if I don't have time for it, I just study, um, watching YouTube videos or like writing some stuff or reading some books. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's great how like a lot of times you don't have to, you know, outside from just your, your daily routine, you can also just kind of think in your language too. That's something that I've done. Yes. With- mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, I think it's really fun with sign language that yeah. when you start to get more vocabulary, even if you're just in the car, listening to some music, you can study in your mind. Like you can just think of signs that you can do yeah. um, kind of translating this song. So I think it's really fun.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And also fingerspelling too. Like yes. I try to train myself to like go as fast as possible because, you know, like usually deaf people or like in this community will sign uh, fingerspell like really, really fast. So yes, I train myself to.
1: That's definitely a good exercise because yeah. when speaking to to like deaf people, they talk too fast with their hands, yeah. their signs are too fast. And then you kind of have to practice that too, because if you don't, when you talk to a deaf person, you'll be so lost.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And for other languages too, like when I'm in the car, for example, I have like some favorite Spanish podcast to listen to too.
1: Yes, that's a great thing to do, actually. When I'm on my way to to some place that takes kind of like, I don't know, 10 minutes, you can just listen to a podcast in your target language as well, or some music, that's a really
0: great thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And just out of curiosity, what are some of your favorite Spanish podcasts? Have you listened to any?
1: Um, I have actually made a post about it on my studygram that um, I usually listen to a lot of um, news podcast mm-hmm. so there's um, Washington Post I think that's the name of this podcast that is a news podcast of news so I'm sorry what did I say it's a podcast of news in <laughs> Spanish <laughs> and um, I think it really works for me because at the same time you are kind of like listening to what happened in the world you can also practice your language so
0: yeah 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 i actually on youtube i'm subscribed to like bbc news they have it in spanish too and yeah yes yeah that's great Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because like you're also like so curious about what's happening in the world too but you can also learn languages at the same time it's so cool
1: yes it's like you do two things that you like at the same time and you learn from them so it's great
0: Mm yeah yeah and also I think like TED, um, I like TED Talks too. And they have some in Spanish. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, I have actually one that I really like. I think it's, um, I can't, I don't really know the title, but I, if you know, it's in um, a Spanish native that's in Korea. And he has some podcast interviews with Koreans that speak Spanish and they are all in Spanish. Yeah, it's really cool. I can't really remember the title right now, but it's really nice.
0: Yeah, that actually sounds so cool because it's like Korean, like makes a Spanish too. Wow.
1: Yes. (laughs) And they also talk about like, um, I don't know, what's your favorite thing about Korea, some problems about Korea. And since they are Koreans and the Korean language and the Spanish language are really different. Um, they really talk about methods of studying and how to become fluent in that language so you have some tips as well that's really useful for you
0: oh that's so nice I need to check that podcast out because I'm yes starting beginning to like um, learn Korean too I've learned a little bit too so I think that podcast would be like great
1: yes yeah, it's really nice
0: yeah 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 and I think other like small things too like At one point um, on my phone, I changed the settings on my Siri to like Spanish, just like practicing Mm -hmm. more.
1: Yes, I do that a lot too. Um, When I'm watching a Netflix series or something, I just change the subtitles to Spanish because it's in a language that I can read more than, for example, Japanese. So I just change that to Spanish. And for example, right now I'm watching Modern Family so the auto is in English, but the subtitles are in Spanish. So I can practice both languages at the same time.
0: Mm, yeah, that's so nice. Yeah, you can definitely do like both two languages. Like I think on Duolingo sometimes, some like learners actually do like, they learn French, but like the whole thing is in Spanish. So like, practice.
1: yes, that's really crazy.
0: Uh-huh. Mm, yeah, yeah. And actually on the airplane sometimes, like I challenge myself like each time I go on an airplane to watch one movie in Spanish. Um, yeah and it's so great like seeing how each time because you know during the space between each vacation like I improve each time it's really cool
1: yes that's definitely really nice I, I do that with books too oh. so um, I get to a book that for, I, I bought a book in Japanese some time ago and when I started reading I could understand like nothing about it so I was like okay I'm studying some more and then I can go back to the book and then I can, even if it's not everything, when you can pick up some words, you just get really proud of yourself. Like, no. I could understand nothing, and now I can understand like 50%. That's really good.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. My Spanish teacher gave me like this book in the intro class, and like I could not even finish the first page. Like, it was just so confusing. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Later, I was like, wow, this is nothing. Like, this is a breeze
1: yes the feeling is amazing honestly
0: yeah and I think that's like what's so enjoyable about learning languages just like the progress that you make
1: yes um and some language I don't know if you should do that but um with Japanese I study by myself so it's really great to see how far you have um came just by yourself just by studying every day
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah so seeing that you like study these three languages, they're quite different from each other. How do you like, I guess, manage like these three different languages at once?
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy sometimes, but um, I was studying Spanish and Japanese by myself, but in Brazilian sign language, I actually have classes every Friday night. So I have um, two hours of classes each week and it's not really like a um, year, thing or something like this is just four months so it's just the basics and i study by going to these classes every week and by re- reviewing vocabulary um every day so um, i do that and i also watch youtube videos to like learn some new words and stuff but uh, with spanish i studied by myself by six months i guess And now I am having classes of Spanish um, every week, once a week as well. So it really helps. But I usually just um, review some things with my teacher. It's only an hour lesson. So it's not much, but it's something at least you can speak with a native for an hour. Um, And with Japanese, I'm doing it by myself. So I try to study every day a little bit as well. And with every language I study, I try to at least get one unit done by the end of the week. So I try to study one unit at weekends and then at the other days of the week, I can just like review vocabulary and study some things here and there but that's what I try to do because it's not something that's really stressful for me because I also have to study for university. So it's not something really overwhelming and I can do with it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a great plan that you have. And also like setting the goals each week. I think that's, that's great. Yeah. 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 And so like, do you keep like separate journals for each language that you study?
1: Yes, I do. Um, I had one with English when I was studying it and it really worked for me because it's really fun as well because you can see how far you have become with your vocabulary and writing mm-hmm. skills. Um, so I have one for Spanish and I have one for Japanese as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, I definitely think that like using journals is really, really helpful. It like helps you keep track of like the things you've learned. And especially for, like, people who learn multiple languages like you, um, I can probably assume that, like, it probably helps out with...
1: Yes, it really uh-huh. does.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess last question. Do you just have any, like, general advice to anyone who's learning languages or is trying to find, like, a best study method for them? Um,
1: I feel like you don't have to... Um, be too hard on yourself because learning a second or third or I don't know how many languages you speak but it's really not easy so um, it's something that you have to do um, with the other things you do on your day so just don't be too hard on yourself Um, if you are learning multiple languages at the same time I really feel like you should have like For example, with me, I'm at a intermediate level at Spanish and beginner um, with Japanese. So I feel like if you want to learn two or more languages at the same time, you should only have one language that you are starting now. And the other ones you can be like, or a advanced level beginner or a intermediate because that way it will be easier and you won't be overwhelmed by a lot of vocabulary and a lot of new things at the same time. So I feel like if, you're gonna, if you organize everything and set goals um, that are realistic, you can have good results at the end of it.
0: Yeah, that was an amazing piece of advice. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you for making it to the end of our fourth ever podcast episode. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and it was such a pleasure talking to such an inspiring language learner. Please share this episode with your friends or family who are also learning languages, and hopefully these pieces of advice can help them too. If you have any topics or questions that you would like to see covered in our next podcast episode, feel free to reach out. On my Instagram at Claire's Languages or at Fluency for Teens. Thank you again and stay tuned for future episodes. Bye!